Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios. This is Old School. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hello, hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday from 93.7 The Ticket to you. This is Old School, brought to you by Sandhills Global. Sandhills Global, hundreds of job opportunities available at the global headquarters here in Lincoln. Apply today at sandhills.jobs. That's 100-plus job opportunities available at sandhills.jobs. No DP for the next couple of days. DP has left us and gone on vacation Meaning it is just Jay Foreman and myself, Rico. Jay, how are you, good sir? I'm doing all right, man. I mean, it's all to the good. You know, we had the little uh, conversation about being clutch. Um, got a text here from a very noble person. He says the the better prepared that you are, the the more clutch you'll be, and that's the truth. That's I mean, it comes down back to fundamentals, practice habits, and how you go about your everyday. You're just who you are. So the the more that, uh, in this case, Nebraska or any team, you know, embraces uh, what you know the things that you need to do, the little things, um, the big t- big things, you know, become more normal. Um, we need to make you know one of the things they probably you know could focus on, or I'm sure they are, is 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 making the basic football play more normal. Just get the fundamentals down. Just be able to just be able to do your job. You can be a factor without having a tackle for loss and having to run around and all the other stuff. You'll get your fair share of the thing is if you if you do your job, if you do what you're supposed to do, and what you know where the if you go where the play is designed for you to go, sometimes you'll end up making the big play because you know you're just in the right spot at the right time. You don't have to try to to you know over over analyze the play and think okay if i hit this hole maybe this person will see that this hole's closing up and they'll try to bounce outside so what i'll do is i'll fake going this way and i'll come around this way when he's going to try and bounce it outside and you know what have you if you're a running back you're like okay i'm not going to hit this hole i'm going to cut instead of trying to get you know two three yards i'm going to cut back and i'm going to try and i'm trying to beat everybody and get to the end zone then you get hit and you, you lose, lose a fumble or you something fumble, like that, you yeah. lose you lose some yardage you put yourself in a negative situation so it's it just comes down to being fundamentally sound and that's you know a lot of people don't want to hear that when it's like look just just do the basics to a high level and you will be successful yeah do it harder and longer and stronger than everybody else um you know you could say i could piggyback off that do your job or what you're supposed to do on said play, and then play, then be a football player. There's, I mean, football is like you know very basic. There's one ball, you know, um, you know, chase the ball, eleven hats to the ball. That's never going to stop. Um, 
you know, don't don't sit back on your heels. Be aggressive, uh, but be smart. I mean, all those the type of things is never going to change. And so once you try to do that and do it within a team concept, your athletic ability and all the other stuff is going to show out to um, a greater extent. A perfect example is the Georgia defense. Yes, they had all those big horses up front, the the you know first round picks and all that stuff. And and the guy that wasn't even all conference ends up going number one. But their defensive leader and their most productive player, game in and game out, game out was their middle linebacker, who athletically um, and size wise wasn't very big, fast, or strong. Mm-hmm. But playing within the system and playing, you know, team football and everybody doing their job. I mean, you, I think you had first round picks doing their job for the betterment of the team, and they end up going first round. Mm-hmm. And here's your most productive player that, that slips. And goes to the third round, and a lot of it has to base, be based on his athletic ability and his size. So what that tells you is, within a football system, all that stuff that you're talking about, the stars and stuff, that doesn't really mean as much. What means as much is how you play football as a team. He looked a lot faster than he ran at the combine. Mm-hmm. He looked a lot more physical and bigger than you know they were knocking him down on, because he knew exactly where he was going. And when he got there, he arrived with bad intentions. Mm-hmm. And then his leadership skills were off the charts, where you saw in the national championship game, a linebacker that actually ended up going to second or third round, messed up a, a in-and-out coverage. He jumped him, right? So then there, you have another guy that's coachable and also re, you respect the leader. The guy ends up making a big sack in you know in the next play or two. And, you know, so it's, it's all – Relative, the kid, you know, the guys got to buy in. They got to know, uh, you know, what they're doing, why they're doing, why they are doing it, and uh, how they're going to do it. And then it changes because ultimately, when you practice, you're practicing against, you know, a lot of what else. You got to have and know the system enough to where you're going to be out there to adjust. And if you can't adjust on the field, do it on the sidelines and be able to articulate it enough and, and clearly enough. Um, on the sideline to where the coaches can make adjustments through their headsets and everything like that. So, and the communication from the first level, second level, third level has to be constant because what you do up front affects the second level, second level affects the third and and so forth and so on. So you got to be a very, very cohesive unit and particularly on defense. And it's no different on offense or special teams. When we're talking defense, people talk about game speed, you know, in, in terms to game speed versus practice speed. But at the same time, like you said, you know, Georgia's most productive player ended up going in the third round because he ran, you know, straight line speed. His 40 was slower than he looked on tape. So what, like, what is the difference between not just like straight line speed, but like the, the, this, like, I don't know how to, how to put it. The speed of a player during a game versus just like, you know, practices and such. Oh, well, I mean, you should practice at the, at the same speed. I mean, there shouldn't be any difference. I mean, it's not a light switch, which I think what you're asking is how does somebody play faster than, say, they run a 40? Yeah. Well, if you know where you're going, and ideally if you're a little bit undersized middle linebacker, you got to know where you're going and you got to beat the guys to the punch. And and then also, if I know I have an alley filler, mm-hmm. when I'm a gap filler, I'm coming 100 miles an hour because I have 1,000% confidence that my alley filler is going to be there because he's been there every single time. So I'm going to look a lot faster where guys where you're like, man, he's a phenomenal athlete. He just seems like he's always kind of like rigid or something like that is where they don't know where they're going and they're thinking before they're doing. And you saw a lot of that last year with the offensive line where they would come off and it, it, it almost felt like 
they were counting their steps versus just exploding off the ball and okay, I'm gonna block Rico. I think mm-hmm. they were thinking, well, what? Yeah, I think I got Rico, but what if this other guy moves here while the play's going on? And then they end up not hitting anybody. I mean, I think, you know, the Purdue game when they were down the red zone, George Karloffis or whatever his name is, who yeah. ended up being the you know number thirtieth pick in the draft, went unblocked and went in there and just destroyed Adrian. And then you go back to Purdue a few years ago. You had you know offensive tackle that. We everybody's mad at the play call. We walk in the end zone if he literally would just stand in front of somebody, yeah. not block him. You went the wrong way. Just get in the way. Are you over? So are you overthinking? Because you can't tell me that you don't know your plays because you're out there. So that means you're like I have to think like you're overthinking it, mm-hmm. or you're not able to be clutch or whatever it is. But those are the type of things that that helps you win games is being able to perform under pressure. Doing don't make them earn the victory. Don't give it to them. You know, and so um, a lot of that comes from, you know, practice habits, individual choice, too. Um, how focused are you? Uh, how much you're into it? Are you just in meetings and like, oh, man, I can't wait till this meeting is over so I can, you know, work on my NIL? Or are you putting in more time? Are you what? You know what I'm saying? So, you, yeah, I no mean, idea. because once the season starts and I don't know the diff- I don't know if, if it once the season starts, does it change? But I think it's 20 hours. In a week, so they they have you a very short amount of time, meetings, weight room, practice, not even a full day, right? Yeah, yeah, like all combined, right? So then when you when you get going, then that pours over into individual and collective, which I mean is like linebacker rooms, defense and wide receiver rooms getting together and really, really learning your playbook, learning the new scheme for the week, so forth and so on. I mean, it's 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 paramount. You, I mean, so if you the average is going to practice, watching film, lifting weights, and going home, we can't afford to be average. No. So that that's where, and it has to be everybody. It has that same mentality. It can't be um, one guy thinks he's you know made it. Oh, I've played for a while. Oh, I'm I'm you know being marketed you know by the sports information. So. I don't have to work as hard as say like Jay or Rico because, you know, they never started before. Mm-hmm. Well, that's how you get passed up, and that's how you end up not playing well. And then if the team is really dependent on you to play well, all factors aside, and you don't, that's how you kind of have some, you know, some disappointment. So you get a lot of animosity from the team. Where even if even if the team even if your teammates, you know, they're not at the same level as the fans or the or the media that are, you know, praising you and telling you how great you're going to be and how important you are going to be to the team. At the same time, they know how important, you know, certain players are to the success sure. of the team. I mean, and everybody's if you're not putting in the work. If you're sitting back on your on your butt and right. you're, you know, watching Netflix most of the day instead of going through your playbook or watching film and it comes to the day, the game day and you know you're supposed to be the most experienced or the you know one of the more explosive people and you're not getting it done because you don't know where to go or what to do and you're going that's putting the, the whole team in a, yeah. in a bind yeah I mean as a teammate like I would always um, look at people different and this has happened here I don't have to say any names but there's been a couple players you know that all of a sudden when they leave or when they're about to potentially get drafted, next thing you know, they're in shape. Um, probably get a haircut. Well, <laughs> we can't, we've been here for four years or say he was here five. I've been here for three years, 
following your lead and I see you because you think you're going to get drafted and finally you're in shape. Like at some point in time, you got to stop blaming the coaches mm-hmm. and you can't, you can't say, Oh, well is is Zach Duvall's job to get, you know, to, to get you in shape. Well, yeah, he's, he's laying out the plan. He's running you every day, but the biggest push up, push up that you obviously had to do was push up away from the table. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. it's an individual choice because did you just go through the motions to make it look like you were working hard, or were you actually working hard? Or if it if it was not enough work for you, were you willing to go out there and do more, or were you doing a bare, bare minimum? At some point in time, you know, the old bull Pelini, stop pointing the finger, point the thumb. So I think, look, that's all the kind of water under the bridge. I think the the team. I'm assuming. Look, you're. you're um, I was talking to one of my former teammates that I played with in Buffalo that, uh, you know, like right around this time, you know, you kind of like, all right, you know, if it, you know, if I was playing in the NFL, you know, you got to camp in like a week, right? So it's yeah. kind of like, all right, we're we about to it's go to It's put up or shut up time. Yeah, and then for these kids, like with an early game, you know, you're two weeks away from reporting or something like that. So it's it's exciting time, and they should be ready to go. There's not a lot of big jumps you're going to make now. Now it's kind of maintenance and kind of, mm-hmm. you know, you're counting down the days. Um it's a big challenge, but they should be looking forward to it as well. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that also. But uh, we're going to hit a break. When we get back, I'm going to hit you guys with what's up. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 